Welcome to Confidence Leads to Success podcast. Get ready for your weekly dose of confidence booster with inspirational stories of women across the globe. The one and only podcast made to empower women through fashion, wealth, health, well-being and more. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to yet another daily dose of confidence leads to success interviews. Today, I have got the most wonderful Susie Grant with me. I absolutely love her. I was so lucky to not only meet her, but we are almost neighbours and I get to see her quite often. And I want to look like and be like her when I grow older. (laughs) I love it. It's just fascinating. That's my favorite, favorite comment ever when I get those on on Instagram from people much younger than me. I just love it. Such a compliment. Thank you. It is true. It's so true because I really want to be like you, vibrant, unapologetical. I don't know if it's that word, but so beautiful. And I love everything you do and your style. You already are all of those things, Ellis. But honestly, I, as you know, I'm in fashion and I have been dressing women for the last 12 years. And a lot of women, everything that you say is so right to a point that, you know, you tell them, like, don't be invisible. Don't feel irrelevant because you're well over 60. I'm I'm never going to ask you because I know you hate the question of how old you are. (laughs) No, weirdly. Now, this is very interesting because... Anyone, I, I don't know if you remember her, but Ruby Wax, I just listened to a, a podcast with Ruby Wax, interviewed by, I can never remember her name, a really gorgeous, and it's for middle-aged women, and apparently middle age is from 39 to 50, no, it can't be 39, so, yes it is, 39 <laughs> to 50. Nine, 39 to 59, and she asked Ruby's age, and she said, no, I'm not actually going to tell you my age because it's the same as me, exactly the same as me, because it's irrelevant and you're exactly. immediately put into a little box because you should be like this at this age, which is why I started calling myself well <laughs> over 60, capital W, because I am very well, thankfully, and I am well over 60. And that's all anybody needs to know because is there anyone watching? Yes. Yes, but you, know, you know my true age. I've passed 70, just, and I don't want to be called vulnerable. I don't think any woman does at any age. We don't want to be called middle-aged. We don't want to have geriatric pregnancies just because we're 37. We, You know, it's ridiculous terminology. It's men that come up with these types of words i don't, I don't know why we need to put in put someone into box well regardless of their age sex religions don't have to put anyone into a box it's and they don't do it with men davina mccall made the same comment recently you know they always mention her in the papers as feisty 50 whatever she is 50 year old davina mccall they don't age ants and deck they don't say ants so-and-so age deck so-and-so age it's it's i don't know why this is so essential in journalism and the media to age everyone, but people it do. It just doesn't make sense, does it? Well, I just don't want to be called elderly. I am elderly, apparently, officially. 
I don't look elderly. I don't act elderly. I'll be buggered if I'm called elderly or vulnerable. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's just outrageous. Oh, this is why I want to... Depends on your health and your outlook and your mental attitude. I love that you are on a mission to remind women. I get every single day my boutique woman coming, oh, I'd never wear that red. Oh, why not? Wonderful colour, if it suits you. Exactly. Uh, Rose, uh, Rose Thompson is here. She says, you're only as old as you feel. Absolutely, Rose. Actually, I feel about 100 today. <laughs> I've got a really bad tummy bug. I don't know. Oh, it was food poisoning. No, I don't feel 100. But I don't feel my normal, normal, I don't know, what would I call myself? Yeah. Well, I said, this is another thing I should add. If you go to the gym, and you get measured on those body scan machines. My biological age is only 52. Why don't we go by our biological ages? I like that. Carol Hansen saying, age is just a number on a birth certificate. <laughs> Absolutely correct. Unfortunately, the people in charge seem to think it's terribly important and relevant, but hey ho, that's life. I love that you just wouldn't give up and, and just wanted to remind everyone so they don't feel invisible. And now you have got over 30,000 followers on Instagram. 35,000. 35 now. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, what, what is fascinating is like majority of your followers are under 45. Absolutely. And, and they all say that um, they want to be like you when they grow up, just like I say. <laughs> It's, it's so flattering and it, it, it fills my heart with joy when I read comments like that, because that's what, you know, we all need somebody to inspire us. And for me, it was my auntie and my mum. My mum had these wonderful red platform shoes from, well, I was born 50s, early 50s. So her red platform shoes must have been late 40s, early 50s style. But I never forget them. And I used to wander around wearing them. I've always been into colour. And my auntie was the same. And she's um, the Queen's age now and still looking glamorous. So I think if people can inspire you to not dread ageing and to wear colour, don't get into grey. Black is the worst colour for older women, um, most older women, because it just drains you. That Navy, I'm sure you agree, Ellis, navy is a beautiful colour. Yes. On older skin. But, I wear know, a lot of, I sell a lot of navy through my fashion business. As Yes, you know. I think navy is a really, really good colour. I, I learned that when I had my colours done years ago. I think it's quite important and to be really brutal with yourself. And that's why I love your shop. And, you know, you can look in the mirror and ask everyone. I do this when I go shopping. I always ask everyone. The people who work there, the customers, <laughs> is this me or is this me? Um, you know, you don't have to hire somebody. So I think it's really, really important to, you know, get somebody to help you. I, I, when my goddaughter stays, I always pull everything out of the wardrobe that I'm not sure of and go, what do you think? No, get rid of that. But yes, lovely. I think that's really important. And to dress in clothes that make you feel fabulous. We don't need to be invisible. We don't need to go mad either and go, you know, all out. Look at me, everybody. The reason I'm wearing this is because 
oh, about five, six years ago, I got fed up with dyeing my hair and it didn't suit my older skin tone anymore. So while I was growing out the roots, I started getting into headscarves, which has now become one of my things. You used to have bright red red hair, didn't you? That's how I remember you. Oh, my goodness. I hate those photos now. But so while the roots were growing out, the headscarves were really, really useful. It's just, you know, you don't have to spend loads of money on style. It's just getting things that help you feel better and in that case it made me feel better about my hair growing out and and you know getting interesting frames for specs etc which you can pick up really cheaply in vintage mm. stores and, and independent shops that support independent shops I love that. Carol Hansen up the top there she's nodding her head because I know her passion on independent shopping and and definitely she's one of the advocates for that herself so important Um, is carol in in our area in brighton carol is is no i'm not i'm i'm based in hitchin which is north hertfordshire oh that's still you've got nice independent shops there haven't you Uh, yeah we've got the independent shops up here I think my friend was saying yesterday, we were in Worthing, you know, how sad it was that Debenhams had gone and shops like that. And I said, well, it's different now. We've got to change our attitude. People have got used to buying online and sending it back. But let's just get out there and support all the independent shops. I won't pass one without going and at least showing my support by going in there. Oh, you have always been a great supporter to our village. I mean, where we are in Rottingdean, for me as a business, and sadly our florist is gone during the oh, lockdown. Oh, you're kidding me. She's co- yeah, she's closed, um, but you've oh. always been a great independent shopper. Oh, that's so sure. sad. We've got all these people from London moving in. They've got to, you know, we need support in the village. We need to get more independent shops and more shops that stop people going into Brighton and shopping locally. That will help all round, not only for the local business, it will help with environment so you don't have to get into your car. Exactly. Yeah, it's so much that um, that helps. I was going to ask you, when you said you started putting these scarves on since you start, decided to grow your hair, and uh, that's a great tip for women who want to go all grey. They don't want to die anymore. You have got lots of videos, oh, haven't you? Naughty Jack. Yes, um, YouTube, on my YouTube channel, there are masses of headscarf tutorials, and also on my Instagram, IGTV, Instagram, and Reels, which is the big thing on Instagram at the moment. So I I've love just done one. Yours. Actually, there's one up on Instagram now. And it's actually, I can't remember, I don't think it's the same colour, but I got these in Australia. It's muslin and it turns into a top. And I was saying to people, because we can't trust our weather, I never go out without one of these. Shall I show you? Show us, yeah. Entertaining. But you can't get them here. I buy them. Well, you can see my newly dyed. Well, you see, this is I have had a bit of artificial help. That's black she put in, and I'm not <laughs> naturally black. But I love, I love it. it. It's different, it's color. It's the first hairdo I've had in seven months. Anyone oh. else waited that long? No, there's no <laughs> seven months. Anyway, these I will be selling them when I'm allowed back in Australia, if she's still there. And I've got an Instagram follower going to check. 
because Byron Bay's changed a lot, but I used to get these at the night market and they're just perfect. Oh, is that your, like a jumpery thing? It's muslin. It's from, do you remember when they used to wrap meat in muslin? Yes. Muslin? Yes, yeah, muslin, muslin, yeah. Because you can see, oh, you can't see on this one, but they've got little stamps on them from when they used to wrap meat. Um, oh. So I always go out with one of these on in the summer because, look, it suddenly I've got an extra layer That's of lovely. warmth. And also it stops your shoulders burning if you're in a very, very, very hot country. So you try it with, you know, if you're into scarves, try it with just if you're rushing around somewhere and you don't want to carry loads of stuff, it's brilliant because I can just go put that on at night have it on your head and then have it on your shoulders in the evening yes and you can do it with any top as long as it's a very light very light cotton you know one that doesn't crease short top it's got to be a short a crop top amazing anyone wear crop tops i actually saw some in worthing that would have been perfect in a maybe you could sell some Alice. i'll make some Make I'll some, make oh some for some whoever wants it. <laughs> really, really, we could have a little head, a little tutorial. <laughs> That's one. Really, it's yeah. really easy. Is it stretchy? I feel like it's got stretch to it. Yes, I mean it's not smart. You wouldn't wear it out for a dinner party. It's just if you're on the beach having a drinky in the evening and it suddenly gets chilly. It's um, or, or in Australia, I wear them on the beach to stop me burning. You know, I just find them really useful and I wish I could find them here. So, Elif, there's a job for you. I like I mean, that. There's, I, I there's will there's look no, into it. hardly any sewing involved. It's just the underarms, it I'll looks bring, like. I'll bring one in for you if I can find any spare, because I've sold them all, unfortunately. Amazing. <laughs> so good. I'm going to ask you something. I know you have become a biggest influencer in in fashion and style on Instagram. Uh, if there was someone who wants to pursue your uh, your career similar to yours, what would be your advice? To work very hard. It's not, you know, you don't become a, a paid influencer overnight. Like anything, you don't open a shop, a boutique, and expect to be in profit in the first three years. You don't write a book and expect it to be a bestseller the first time you write a book. You don't open a beauty business. It's exactly the same as any other business. And it took, well, I've been doing it six, six, seven years now. And it took me about four years before anyone approached me to blog about their product. And they were very age appropriate. It was panties from America with a lining um, <laughs> that could hold <laughs> six teaspoons of weed. <laughs> that was my first paid collaboration. I thought, oh, this is my future saga and, and pants for incontinence. <laughs> okay. Hysterics. <laughs> so, um, I think that's right, Carol. That's probably why I go out intentionally to disprove the way the advertisers think of us. I mean, I know, um, right? the beautiful Amanda Holden said the very same thing as the at a conference when I asked the question. She said, you know, just because we're over, I don't know what she is now, but it's just 50 seems to be, I don't know why 
50 so young to me now. Um, but, you know, anyone, any woman over 50 needs pants to stop you leaking. <laughs> Saga, holidays. Saga holidays. I heard one of my favourite radio broadcasters saying this morning, oh, my God, I'm 50 next year. And the age, I thought it was for 80-year-old, really, really old people. No, Saga holidays are for the over 50. Do you know what I don't understand? Why there isn't anything for men? I mean, they have yes, problems. Right. They have, right. I've never seen advertising about that. It's never spoken as everything is put on us. We've been, we have enough responsibilities as women in the world. And then yet they also let us as if, you know, and they, the, the man end up thinking, oh, if they're over 50, you don't want to be in, you know, you don't want to start a relationship. And then you end up seeing these men well over 60, 70, picking out on women at the age of 40 because they think it's they, ridiculous isn't it it's ridiculous i know a lot of women who have great sex after age 60 <laughs> glad to hear it i'm not one of them <laughs> but that doesn't mean i i wouldn't um but getting back to working if there are people watching who want to become influencers um it's not just a game for youngsters you do need to work incredibly hard the first bit of advice i was given was by my um seo search engine optimizer expert man who's a really good friend and he said write as many blogs as you can you know two a week three a week one a week you won't need to do it forever but you just have to keep going out there so it's incredibly hard work you have to take really good photographs you know, I did courses on improving my photography. I work every day. I mean, there is not a day that I'm not engaging on Instagram or YouTube's really growing, Elif, um, to the yes. point ridiculous. I bumped into followers of my YouTube channel in, where did we go? Bexhill. And then yesterday, bumped into other followers in Worthing. And they're How not on Instagram. Is- I've only got four and a half, nearly 5,000 on YouTube, but they all seem to be in this area, and it's a certain age group. Anyway, it was really lovely. But you just have to, I had to teach myself with some help from a friend. I did edit, it. Edit videos. Um, mm. The thing is, I, I worked in TV, and I've written all my life, and I've loved photography all my life. So it was natural for me. It was like a hobby. It started as a hobby. I only ever started it, it as a hobby because yeah. I was bored. And it's my creative hobby. And I was doing things like this when I was in my 20s. I, I, I remembered the other day I stopped in the middle of a room because I was listening to music, not copyrighted music, for my video. And I just put six tracks on and wandered around the house doing chores, really enjoying trying to find the right music to cut to pictures. And I realised that I was doing that in my 20s. I've come full circle. Before I got into television, my hobby was making um, audio-visual. Everyone remember audio-visual presentations? I had slides and I would set them to music at home and cut tape at home. Amazing. So I've, always, I've always been a bit sad. So I think my biggest piece of advice is I've just said it it's follow your passion you know there's no point going into influencing if it's not your passion 
There's no good in going into photography if you don't love it, you know. If you yeah, once you have your why, that's usually your passion. You end up falling into whatever that suits. When you said about your YouTube followers going up, or it's actually become more and more visible online because YouTube is owned by Google. So when you yes. search something on Google, if you notice, the first thing comes up is videos. Yes. Whatever oh, really? that topic is. So when i've learned this from a course that i did recently and they were saying that this woman is who is like an expert on visible like uh, online visibility she said do lots of youtube videos oh, post on youtube that's with, why like if you search something on google saying how do you tie your headscarf you will see loads of youtube videos first and then blogs afterwards that's interesting because I have been doing them weekly. I mean, since COVID. Yes, I have been following not, them. I love not them. Mu not much else to do. And, and that's become my passion. I enjoy doing my YouTube videos more than anything else at the moment. But also, I think people, a huge proportion, have come to me via another woman, Jo Good, who's in her mid-60s. And she's been blogging for far longer totally different we've got a lot in common but totally different when it comes to style and dressing she's into very expensive designer dresses and shoes totally different not my you know i want to repurpose and style up as much as possible but but apart from that very similar in age and attitude and being single and blah 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 and loads of my followers say i found you um, through Joe Good. So YouTube is now pushing me, recognizing that there's this massive market, recognizing it's only taken them six years, that <laughs> this massive market out there of women who are over 50 who want to watch women who are over 50. They don't want to watch women who are 22, size eight, and whites. I mean, that's another thing. You know, it's mixed the races up as well. I'm so exactly. sick of it. You know, exactly. it's changing, it's much better, and that's why I'm busy with work because they want to represent visibility, race, you know, everything and age. But we're always a token. There's always one older person, one black woman, one, you know. Asian and one, yeah, exactly. they have to mix it. Yeah, they have to mix But it's it. getting better. Definitely. I know, it's my favourite game. Does anyone else do this? So I didn't mean to talk about this, but when I'm watching a chat programme, like Jonathan Russell, Graham Norton. I My favourite thing now since Black Lives Matters, because I've worked in television for so long, so I know how the programme planners would be, they'd all be sitting there saying, it used to be in my day, accents. We want Northern accents. We want Welsh accents. We want yeah. Irish accents. We can't be too London. And now I can imagine them doing exactly the same in meetings about colour. And I always count the ratio of white to black or white to... It's so oh, true. Mixed race. I didn't notice that, but it's No, so I wonder if you'll notice now. I, I'm so, so... Because I've got a mixed race brother, so I'm very acutely aware of what oh. he's been through and it's awful. It's awful. Absolutely. Yeah, it's bad enough being a woman. Imagine being a black woman trying to Oh, I know one of uh, I've world. got a couple of a uh, couple of my black friends who are going to be inspirational speaker for us in the next two weeks, three weeks. Oh, good. And um, and what Sam has actually done a lot of talks on radio on all the all over the social media, how much difficulties she had as a woman 
I mean, she was woman, like you say, and she was black, and she had so much problems, and I can't even begin to imagine. We can't, because we're not in their skin. We can't begin to understand. Imagine growing up with that from school, from a child being bullied. It's, and made, we're uh, going to change it. This is what we're doing. We've now. got to. It's been lovely to meet you. Thank you so much. And it's been oh. great fun. Thank you. And thank you for your experience. I love the top and that you've got to make them, I tell you. Just sort of <laughs> to have your top around your hair, I think it's just brilliant. No more wearing it around the shoulders. Just wrap it around your hair instead. Absolutely. Thank, thank you so got- much, Susie. It's been a pleasure. You're so welcome. Thank you. I got the most beautiful scarf from Ellis. Now that does deserve to be worn around the shoulders because it's yeah, silk. That looks great. I sold out after you wore it. <laughs> oh good. I'm so pleased. That's my job. That's when it's... that's when you realise you really are influencing people. I yeah. always feel terribly guilty. But you know that's the other thing that if you are if people want to become an influencer, don't do it just for the money because it will never it's like any passion. It will never it's the same as yours, Ellis. Yes. It won't work. You won't be happy. And all you'll be doing is chasing the money, chasing the money, and working with brands that you really don't want to be working with. Every single brand I work with is as ethical as they can be. Sometimes I have to work with, with brands who sell clothes very, very cheaply, but I always check how they look after their workers. And let's remember that our audience can't all afford expensive, good clothes. They sometimes need to buy very, very cheap. So I have to bear that in mind. But, you know, you just keep to your principles as much as possible. Then you'll be successful. I think it shows being authentic is the most important thing, I think, in life. So true. So you agree, true. girls. Yes. Right, my last question before I let you go. So what does confidence mean to you and your tip? Oh, what does confidence mean to me? Yes, you don't grow up feeling confident, do you? Especially if you don't have parents that, you know, support you. Um I think confidence for me personally, which is probably why I love doing what I'm doing, is finding your tribe. And I found my tribe by asking my parents, which is very unusual, at the age of 14, could I please go to boarding school? Because I had a brother who was nine years younger. I was bored, rigid at home. I've always been social, sociable. And I asked to go to boarding school and I found my tribe there. And they're still friends to this day. One of them's just been staying with me. And they're like sisters. They're so close. So I think finding your tribe or your family, a supportive family, um, gives you huge support and confidence. But the most important thing is to love yourself. You can't love other people properly if you don't love yourself, you know. just Exactly. I know other people say it and it sounds really pathetic, but if you do feel shit, look in the mirror and go, I don't feel shit. I look fine. I look fabulous. You know, just saying that and smiling, smiling. That I was invisible when I hit 50, like everybody becomes. Ruby Wax mentioned it as well. You know, you as you get older, if men have gawked at you in the past, which, of course, they're not allowed to do now, or wolf-whistled, they certainly won't be gawping and wolf-whistling when you pass 50. And she said that she found it quite um, upsetting, and that's why she became a comedian. 
And I think that when I got into my 50s, it was, well, I, I'm going to dye my hair bright red. Nobody's going to ignore me anymore. <laughs> I have a character. I will never be a beautiful 21-year-old again, slim with no tummy. Well, who cares? It's all about what's in here, um, what's in the brain and what's in the heart, not how you look. But you can make the best of the package. And people smile at you. People smile at me in the street. I smile back. I recognize my tribe in the street. If it, it doesn't matter what age. A young girl on the bus yesterday had a beautiful, bright, yellow knitted cardigan, um, cotton. And as she walked past, I went, lovely cardigan. She went, oh, thank you. Just, you know, giving it out, you get it back. It's so true. You were so positive, though, Susie. Well, I think you, that's why. But I think you're that's so why naturally I'm a positive. Person. Yeah, happy, and you just you just walk into a room, and the, the room just brightens, and the sun rises in there. So, but and if you know, you don't see me. Ask my best friend from school who had to put up with me for three days. You know, <laughs> I'm short-tempered. I'm impatient. You know, I have terrible That thoughts. comes from like your Bulgarian side, probably. <laughs> Why are you the same? Well, I am a bit like that when I'm not very, very good. You don't want to be next to me. <laughs> no, not me. And she just told me, said, said on the train, Oh, do stop being so argumentative. You know, she can do that because she's like my sister. But it makes you realise that, especially me living on my own, you know, I've developed terrible habits of, you know, arguing with myself, being <laughs> horrible to the dog. Oh, oh Jack. Jack, poor Jack. Yeah, but thankfully, he doesn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has been brilliant, Susie. Thank oh, you so I love much. meeting you and Roz. I'm glad Roz is chuckling as well. Are you oh. the same? It's been brilliant. It's such a laugh. I'm so glad I just popped on to join it. I, I did something with Ella earlier and it's just been so great. So, yes. Oh, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Some people send me messages on. Please watch YouTube and make, make comments because people find me very funny. Like I've been today. It doesn't come across on Instagram. But, but you on YouTube, I... somebody said, I hope you'll remember, Roz. Elif won't know who I'm talking about, probably. But somebody said, I do hope you're not insulted but you're as funny as Ronnie Corbett. And I, I loved it. Because Ronnie Corbett was very, very funny. Yes, you That's know Ronnie's funny. daughter live in Brighton? Who? Ronnie, Ronnie Corbett's daughter lives in Brighton. Does she really? She does, yeah. Oh, my God, Ellis, you do know Ronnie Corbett. That's I will, I will, I've met him uh, about nine, eight years, eight, nine years ago at... Um, I can't remember. There was some festival at the seafront and he came and I remember he's a little man. Such fun. Yes. Oh, my God. That is amazing. Well, I took it as a great compliment. If I can make people laugh as well as inspire them to not be down and not feel down and not dread aging, that, that's my mission completed. Shall I, you, shall I make you feel even better? I was watching some outtakes from Piers Morgan's show and he interviewed Ronnie Corbett. <gasps> several years ago and at the end of this there was a hundred clips from a hundred shows and at the end of it he said i've got to finish this with a thing a clip from the funniest man i know and it was ronnie corbett oh thank Morgan thinks he's funny well hey ho thank you what a compliment what an absolutely huge compliment i shall carry but i'm not 
intentionally that's just me just it say it as it is and it's lovely it's you just thank say it as it is and it's just thank brilliant. you it's lovely. thank you it's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ellen, thank so you. much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Alternative aging. You will put alternative aging, won't you? Yes, I will put it on the um, notes. Medium notes and an email as well. We oh, thank you. Yes, because they won't find me easily with Susie Grant, especially if they spell it wrong. No, we will put it on uh, YouTube. When we put it on YouTube, we will put your... See, uh, I'm hot. This is too hot. <laughs> <laughs> love you Elif. love you, you. take it's care have a lovely day coffee. everyone time we had coffee at the arts cafe yes i'll Let's drag you there. out okay all right Speak my darling soon. love you take care bye 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 thanks for listening if you enjoyed this episode and you would like to help support the podcast please share it with your friends, post about it and leave us a rating and review because it will help me reach out to so many other women who are looking to listen to that story of someone to help them achieve their goals. So here is to your confidence.